0: Welcome to the 10th timeout. This is G Weave from Don't Cut Me Off, Let Me Finish podcast. Today I'll be talking about the latest NBA news. I also will be talking about the latest football news, baseball news, and entertainment news. But right now I'm about to grind my gears on Steve Kerr about Steph Curry and Marcus Smart going for the ball. Uh, Smart basically uh, winding uh Curry's leg up and Steve Kerr acting like an idiot on the sideline off a of hustle play. So somebody tell me this. We're playing basketball, right? It doesn't matter if Steve Kerr uh, is whining and complaining because Marcus Smart is trying to get the ball. He's hustling. He's not trying to hurt anybody. He just ran into his leg. But again, this is where basketball is at. This is where basketball is at. You got your coach who played basketball with Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman. He knows about hustling. He knows sometimes accident will will happen. Come on, man. We know what a deliberate act is. Now, if I'm clotheslining you like a wrestling move and deliberately trying to hurt you, then you got something to bark about. But don't sit there and bark when a man ain't doing nothing but trying to go for the ball. That's all he was trying to do. But this is where basketball is at. It's so soft, bro. It's so soft. Dude, sit up there talking, really talking crazy to do. That's why Marcus Smart really didn't say nothing. Because Marcus Smart knew like, bro, I'm going for the ball. What are you talking about? And then when he goes into, after the game is over, you know, I respect Marcus. I coach Marcus, all this other stuff. But I'm like, bro, don't nobody want to hear that. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate what happened to Curry, but don't nobody want to hear that. It's basketball. It's a physical game. You don't go out here and not touch players. You need to just sit there and coach your team and be quiet. Y'all got Draymond Green back, right? Everything supposed to be different, right? Y'all won that game when he come back. Now, all of a sudden, y'all the favorites, right? That's what I'm talking about when you move too fast off of these regular season wins, man. We sweeping around the league. We seeing all these teams and these players scoring these points uh, every other day. Another team is the favorite. Another team looks like the favorite to take it. Man, stop it with the nonsense. Let's wait till we get to the play-in playoffs and we get the dang uh, one through eight seeds set in the east and the west, and let's see what's going to happen. Because when you go into the playoff, it goes 0-0. Don't nobody care about nothing else. I don't care about players scoring 50, 30 rebounds, 70 assists. I don't care. It doesn't translate. Two championships. It translates to regular season success. Please stop it with the nonsense. No one wants to hear that. Who cares? Steve Kerr, shut up. Coach your team. This is a physical game. You know when it's blatant. I'm looking at the dang play he just dies for the ball. Curry happens to be there. Oh, you're trying to take him out. Oh, you so concerned. Your team is a championship team. You lose Curry, you should be okay. You got Jordan Poole scoring 30. Clay back, Draymond back, the team playing well. Phoenix is doing it. This is where star and superstar players step up. When another player goes down, hell, Kevin Durant has to do it because Kyrie can't play all the games. Do you see him complaining? Do you see Steve Nash complaining? Be quiet. Don't nobody want to hear that. Come on, man. Stop acting like Charmin Tissue, man. Stop acting like you didn't play in the 90s, bro. Stop acting sweet. Sit down. Man, I just want to tell you, shut up. What are you talking about? It's a hustle play. Y'all just got smacked. And you worried about if this player is trying to be dirty when obviously he wasn't. Talk about why did y'all get smacked? Talk about why you didn't coach your team up. Because that's what it looked like to me for y'all to get smacked like that. You can't just rely on one player. You have to have other players step up. That's what a championship team does. That's because they're not a championship team. Phoenix is showing what to do when you have a player out They're winning. Consistently. If I'm not mistaken, they have the best record in the league. The Phoenix coach is doing a hell of a job. And remember, he was getting a lot of slack, slack last year for gamemanship after uh, for, for, for congratulating uh, the Bucks. Like it's just ridiculous, bro. And it's, that's social media, though. Any little thing, any little thing to talk about. That's what I always. Say when I'm watching these talk show hosts. It's the same crap. Analyze the game, watch the game. You can tell if something's dirty and something is not. You are an elite athlete. Injuries happen. When you see a pet player getting pulled out of the sky, that's dirty. But when I'm diving for the ball and I accidentally run it to your leg, that's not dirty. Stop it. Nobody want to hear that mess. I'm just ready for the playoffs to come. I'm just tired of the regular season. Tired of the regular season. Tired of the drama with the Lakers and Westbrook. Who cares? The coach need to be fired. No, he don't. The coach didn't put the roster together. He only can coach what is given to him. If you've given him a garbage roster, what do you expect him to do? He lost a top five, top ten big man. Russell Westbrook is playing out of place. You wouldn't got a out of prime. Carmelo Anthony, who's good for about 10 to 15 minutes. He ain't giving you nothing. That's not Denver Carmelo. He's a shell of himself. He's not LeBron James. You wasn't finna catch lightning in the bottle. That's what you thought you was finna do. LeBron James can't keep going out scoring 50 points. He needs help. The Lakers decided not to be active in the trade deadline. That's on them. LeBron made one mistake, and that's he didn't see that Russ wasn't a fit. He looked at Russ being that MVP Russ who scores 30, grabs 10, dishes out 10. That's what he looked at. He didn't look at nothing else. That's what he saw. That's what he envisioned. It's called gambling, man. It's like playing a lottery. You sit there, you get on the TV, you hope your numbers hit. This time, their numbers didn't hit. Any other time, they did. They made some mistakes. They got to risk some key players from that bubble championship. So somebody got to get fired now? off nine times out of ten, LeBron having a hand and getting some of the players? Come on, man. That's weak. That's weak. Get a roster in there that work. Get your superstar players healthy so the man can at least do a good coaching job. You asking this man to coach players that can't play Harley, They're not playing at millionaire level. To me, you're getting millions to play and score buckets. They're playing like Walmart workers. They're playing like, I'm just going to clock in, do my shift, and leave. No passion. No passion. They looking like they in the drive-thru. Taking your order. You have to repeat your order three or four times. And they still get it wrong. And then you wonder why the person that ordered is mad. It's like the Lakers roster. Y'all ordered these players. Y'all wanted them. And now that the roster ain't working out, something that you ordered is wrong. You upset. You need to get fired. Y'all wanted these players. Y'all was geeked up about this roster. So now that the player now that the players is on the floor, you looking at, hey, hey, hey. I didn't order that 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 uh, uh, Russell Westbrook shooting jumpers and missing all the time. I didn't order that. I didn't order him t- turning the ball over 50 times. I ordered triple-double um, Westbrook. I ordered Denver Nuggets prime Carmelo Anthony. And I ordered Anthony Davis to be playing at top three level. That's what I ordered. So when you pull up to the court, and you want your bag, and you want all of it to be right, when it ain't right, you get upset. Yeah. Carmella Anthony, he that burger that's been sitting in the steamer too long. It don't taste good no more. You got to put it through the grill again, fresh off the broiler. Russell Westbrook is them fries that ain't soft. They hard as a brick. You tell them these, these fries is nasty, man. Throw these out. Drop them in the drop. Drop me some fresh fries. And Anthony Davis is a tray when you drop it, and your and your and your soda bust, and the tray break all over the place. Now you gotta get a new soda. Cause you broke the broke the soda when it fell. He just can't stay healthy, and it's okay, and, and 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 that's the problem. LeBron is chasing rings. Oh, they need to shut LeBron down. I said it before. LeBron don't play like that. Right now, he's stat stuffing. He probably can see that they're not probably finna make the playoffs, and if they do, they're gonna be an early exit. So hey, hell. Why not stat stuff? These people, these players around me ain't hoping. I'm the only one out here hoping. Man, let's let's hurry up and get to the offseason. I can't wait to get to the beach. Man, talk to the honeys. Live life. Like Russ said, there's more important things going on if we don't win a championship. And I like Russ. But his mindset ain't that of a mindset of a player that want to win a championship. It's that a mindset as a player that is like, hey, man, it is what it is. I'm still getting $45 million to play whether I hit 90 bricks or not, whether you call me LeBrick, not LeBrick, but you call me West Brick or not, I'm still going to get my money. So it really don't matter. Y'all can talk crazy all y'all want to. But it does matter. It is bothering him. He's getting on TV telling people to stop calling him that. So now, you now have a superstar player that is now mentally done. Every stadium is going to be chanting. And he says it doesn't bother him, but he do because he already spoke up and said it. Already spoke up and said it. But I just wanted to hit on that. But I most definitely got to get on. Stephen A. Smith. Because see, he talking about my Cowboys. And he talking about Randy Gregory. How Randy Gregory ain't wrong. Because of the language in the contract. But see, Stephen A. is wrong. But Stephen A. always got to be right. And he always thinks he know everything. That's just how it is. The fact of the matter is. And I understand this business. And I understand how these teams don't show loyalty. But one thing I can honestly say, the Dallas Cowboys show loyalty to Randy Gregory. Four years, bro, you you missed plenty years of football due to your drug problem. You have one clean year, and you expect the team to guarantee you money knowing about your history. Just because they put that in there don't mean they don't have faith in you. They're protecting themselves. If you want to still be out here and you still want to be out here doing drugs, so you took the other deal based off that, that's a weak move, man. Forget the money. It's just a weak move. Now, if the Cowboys was treating dude like he wasn't nothing, then Stephen A got a good point. Well, they're not showing that they have look because of the, the wording. No. No. They show loyalty already. They have a right to put something in there like that. Because you mess around and give a person that type of money, and the next thing you know, they suspend it again. But he done already got that guaranteed money. That look like a bad investment. So you're now into bad investments? You're now into bad investments? Come on, man. Stop it. But again, Cowboys gonna be straight. They're gonna be fine. We already got Mika Parsons. We're fine. Randy get Randy Gregory pushing 29, it doesn't matter. I wish them all the best. Cowboys need to focus on building up that building up their offensive line back. getting another receiver, because Gallup is coming off that knee injury. They need to go get a safety. Tyron Matthew is out there. They need to go grab him. They need to shore up them linebackers and shore up them defensive tackles they got because they show shaky up front. You can't run a 3-4 scheme and you shaky. You need to be going back to the 4-3, get two fat defensive tackles, two defensive ends that are beasts, And three decent linebackers. You got up and coming corners. But again, Diggs gets burnt. And I like Diggs. But the fact of the matter is, it's like ghosts and mirrors. It's trickery. he's, He's what you call a trick mirror. You see yourself in the reflection, but you're really not there. He ain't a shut down corner. What he is, He's great at anticipating, and he gambles a lot. And that gives you getting burnt a lot. We watched it throughout the season. We watched it throughout the season. So he has to shore up his defensive back skills. See, if I'm a player like Diggs, I'm asking, I'm asking Deion Sanders to help me. Show me how I can shore up my game. These are people that are passionate about getting better every year and not just trying to accumulate interceptions to get a fat contract. I'm really trying to be a great corner. Darrell Revis, could you help me? You want to know of people that have isolated one side of the field. The Cowboys, this is make or break. It's not a game. That got to play. Out of his mind. They got rid of Cooper. Lamb. You got 88. You the number one now. Ain't no excuses. They got rid of Cooper because they had too many receivers. They got rid of Wilson because they had too many receivers. And it's just too many balls to throw around. You got a one and a two and a three and a tight end. And usually the ones that get the ball the most is your one and two. And then you have that reliable slant receiver. So that's the, that's the direction the Cowboys kind of go. But they got to work on that defense. Because right now we don't have a championship defense. Mika Parson can't do everything. They restructured Lawrence. I like that. Lawrence is not a pass rusher anymore. He's more of a stop, a defensive a run stopper. He can get some sacks here and there. But we need some names in the middle. Vanderish gets hurt. We need better safety play. We need another corner. They need to draft and develop. They need to pick very wisely in a draft, and they probably need to pick up some free agents. Now that you ain't got to get Randy Gregory uh, treacherous but, uh that money, you can go move that money somewhere else. There's some players out here. But we're going to see what they're going to do. Buffalo Bills, they're not playing. They went out and got Von Miller. They're not playing around. They letting Pat Mahomes know, bro, you not finna sit back there and chill. And all that size throwing and backwards throwing ain't gonna work. Andy Reid gonna have to get more consistent on the play calling. And stop trying to fool us and act, a, act as if uh, he ain't calling the plays. Stop being so cocky. When you got the lead, you ain't gotta always try to put your foot on the neck. Sometimes just get a get an extra point. Y'all got an explosive offense. Y'all lost Tyron Matthew. So I hope y'all finna draft well. Because your players are still getting older. And the AFC ain't doing nothing but getting tougher. So Buffalo is lining themselves up to go, go on a, go on a run and get over that hump. The Bengals got lucky. Joe Burrow, yeah, great quarterback. But to me, they got lucky. But they still won. Kansas City, bad coaching. Andy Reid, you've been coaching too long to make those type of mistakes. Pat Mahomes, you can't be the next in line if you're not rising to I am legend moments in those type moments. When y'all got the ball back and had an opportunity to go down and score, ain't no way y'all should have not went down there and been able to score a field goal. But it is what it is. Moving on. Baltimore Ravens. Doing everything but getting um, offensive help for Lamar Jackson. That's why he waffling. You go get a defensive player. Okay. How's that helping Lamar? You got Julio out there. Go get him some help where he ain't got to keep running and throwing to the tight end all the time. Hollywood Brown can only do so much. You need a big 6'4", six, 6'3", six, receiver. These 5'8", five, 5'9", five, receivers, they can't be true number ones. I'm sorry. They're not Steve Smith. Steve, Steve Smith was special. He was different. They're not Steve Smith. So you need to start. It's plenty of receivers and come in the upcoming draft. Get yourself a big receiver. Put Hollywood in the slot. So somebody, you know, or put him, get enough uh, receiver help where he can be that man that can blow the top off the coverage. Like Tyreek. I like Tyreek. Tyreek is a number one, but you still need a big receiver. To me, Tyreek could be deadly in the, in the, in the, in the, in, the, in that slot position. I'm telling you, get another tight end. Kelsey getting older, but we'll see what they're gonna do. Then my boy Deshaun Watson. You know, I I'm 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 so happy that the case. Uh, against him, uh, uh, didn't move forward, and he held guard. He was not willing to settle. His whole integrity was on the line, and I don't mind them the teams being hesitant and waiting because you don't know. But the man didn't have a history of that. He's an athlete. He's a single man. You don't think these men out here are talking to women? Women just sometimes look for an advantage. But I am not saying that men don't also take advantage of women when they have power. But that's why young players need to be careful. It ain't about how you look no more. It's about how much money you got. A lot of people out here don't want to build their own legacy, build their own financial security. They want to ride off the back of of an athlete, somebody that came from the bottom and rose up to the top like a Deshaun Watson, but again, I was also waiting to see, because you never know, sometimes it'd be the the people that pull the wolves over your eyes, that you'll be like, I never thought, he never showed, but he 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 stood firm on, I am not that type of person, that I engage in some things, I did, but it was consensual, And if I was him, I'd stand firm on a civil civil case. I'm not giving you nothing. You're not finna come up off me. We had a couple of interactions. I didn't want to carry it no further than that, and you salty. That's what it might be. That's what he feel. Now it's time for him to get placed in one of these teams. And everybody talking about where he should go. In the end, The best fit for Deshaun Watson is going to be whoever he lifts that no-trade clause off for because he's going to do due diligence for sure. He is not going back into another situation in which it's the Houston Texans all over again where the whole roster is depleted and he's the best player on the team running for his life, making all the plays. He got a year of rest. He's only 26 years old. He got another 10 years left and he's worth all of four or five draft picks, way more than Aaron Rodgers. So Deshaun is going to lift his no-trade clause for whoever is the best fit for him that he see a Super Bowl within the next three years. Because ain't no way he's going to go to a team that's going to be handicapped. Atlanta do sound loud. It's his home team. They do got pieces. But look what Atlanta have been doing. Nothing. So, yeah, you're going to get a great quarterback, get rid of an old quarterback, but he's still going to be running for his life with no weapons. And if you don't draft well, you're going to be in trouble. And if you ain't got money to go get free agents, you're going to be in trouble. Period. So he's going to pick the team that's best for him, and I, I'm i hoping that he just relax, sit back, and look for a situation where a team don't deplete themselves to the point where he's back at Houston again even though he's not in Houston. And now let's get on to the Green Bay Packers. Yes, Aaron Rodgers signed his deal. Never said he wanted to be the highest-paid quarterback. Never said he wanted that money, but that, that that contract made him the highest-paid quarterback in history. Like I told you, Smoke and mirrors. The agent go get the money. I'm going to keep saying I didn't ask for it. I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Beautiful. Beautiful the way he played that. Good. Now, you re some 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 people. Adam said he not playing under no um, franchise tax, so you got to figure out how to get him money. This is what I'm saying with Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to even spend my time on, bro, because I am – adamant that I don't care about the regular season with none of these quarterbacks. The only thing that matter is the postseason. So you can have debates day after day, hour after hour. It don't matter. It really don't. What matters is how you play in the playoffs. And if I'm paying you to transcend in the playoffs and you don't do that, why am I paying you? Am I paying you just for the regular season? That's it? Okay. Am I paying you just for NFC championships? Okay. Am I paying you for just regular season success? Okay. At least I know Why I'm giving you this money. I'm not giving you money to win Super Bowls. So I have to feel comfortable with that. So if I'm comfortable with that, then that's what it's going to be. I'm paying Aaron to be the highest paid quarterback for the regular season, not for the playoffs, not to go to Super Bowls. I'm comfortable with just competing. Orlowski, get rid of Jordan Love. Why? Why? Why get picks? Why for the same results? Why does that matter? They didn't had a team, a good team these past two years. So what are you trying to add? A rookie, a high level rookie that may or may not pan out. That don't even make sense. Like I said, man, the hate for, uh, for Jordan Love is ridiculous for a man that have had no opportunity to play a full season to get better. You expect somebody to get better while sitting on the sideline and watching or whatever he's doing in practice. Forget practice. What is practice? Practice sucks. He need to play a full season against number ones, period. Every quarterback is different, period. I'm tired of the narrative. Jordan Love ain't asking for no trade. If he was, we'll know. The Packers are kissing Aaron Rodgers' butt. Aaron's trying to make him pay for drafting a successor. So what? You don't dictate who I'm going to draft. I run the team. You the quarterback. Play your role. If I want to get somebody in here that's going to take your place after it's over and done with, you shouldn't have a problem with it as long as you're getting paid. How about you get out on the field and do what you're supposed to do and stop worrying about what I'm doing to better my team in the future? How about that? How about showing up in the playoffs? Let's just keep it 100, man. All this butt kissing. Pat McAfee, all that butt kissing. All these talk shows here butt kissing. He has to win. I won't say, I don't I, I have nothing to say if the man can elevate into a legend in the playoffs. I will shut up. Oh, the pressure is clearly on the organization. Wrong. And the pressure is on Aaron Rodgers because he's the one that's collapsing in the playoffs. He's the one that balls up in a corner like a little baby sucking his thumb when it's time to play ball. We get mediocre quarterbacks that show up in the playoffs, but we can't get an elite-level quarterback to show up in the playoffs. Come on, man. I'm not trying to hear that. I ain't giving no excuses. You getting paid. You supposed to be one of the greatest of all time. Show it. Enough with the kumbaya. Enough with the climbing mountains. Enough with the Buddha. Enough with your fast. Who cares? Get on the field and play. Get on the field and play. I don't care about your personal life. Shit, nobody care about his personal life. Stop counting this man coins. Now that the Packers got you signed up, they're going to work on Devontae Adams. Do not complain about not needing help because you're sucking up all the money. So don't complain. When they can't get everybody in, they're going to have to draft and develop. And you're going to have to rise above and make everybody better and get some faith in your players. What type of leader don't have faith in his receivers? That's a dog and pony show. He faking the funk. Oh, I love my guys. But when it's playoff times, you won't throw to them if they drop one or two passes. You can't catch every ball. I've seen Devontae drop passes. You still go to him. You always, you don't get bailouts, bro. Dak Prescott, don't get a bailout. Mahomes, don't get bailouts. Y'all have to show up in the playoffs, period. That's why you're getting paid. That's what separates Brady. As much as, like I said, I'm not a big Brady fan, but this man is in the playoffs. he He can have a terrible game, man. But if it's down to a one possession game and he gets the ball, it happens every time, man. He's so worth it. It's undeniable. You can't even really say nothing. I can't really say nothing because he does it every time. But Aaron Rodgers over and over and over again. So we're going to see. They've made some signs. They got, a, they got some problems coming up soon with the corner, with the tackle, Jenkins. So we're going to see if they can keep it together. They're running it back. He got his money. Always got something to say. Oh, people always talking crap about me. You don't want to be criticized and you are a public figure and you are a sports player. I ain't never heard of that. I ain't never heard Jordan complain about anything. He didn't care about no criticism. What he did was he checked it off in his book and got back on you. Hopped on your ass quick. On the floor. He didn't go in the media whining, complaining. Oh, this person don't like me. Oh, everybody's against me. Then stop being a liar. Kyrie Irving said he wasn't getting the vaccine. Somebody asked you a question. No, I ain't got the vaccine. That's the type of stuff we talk, that people talk about, man. Just keep it 100. Be real. it make you look like you fake. Then you wonder why people talk about you because you can't keep it 100. And then you want to go on this talk show, your buddy talk show, and talk all crazy and all this other stuff about people coming against you. Ain't nobody against you, man. They just want a ring. They want a championship. They're tired of having 30 years of quarterback play with two freaking rings from two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. That's the problem, bro. It ain't about you, who cares? But when you win the when it's the NFL season, yeah, they can talk about you all they want. They need to stay out your personal life. You're right. But you you are open season on that football field, bro. Every player is. Every player is. So you need to cease with all that. And I ain't even tripping, man. You just need to cease. Hey, playoff time is where everybody earned their paycheck. You can't be double standard, man. Peyton used to get hammered. Peyton used to get hammered. He was able to get that monkey off his back. And they still try to oh yeah, that flimsy that flimsy arm. He still made throws when he needed to. You got a top ten defense? You should be able to win in clutch moments. And I'm not going to relive last season. It's about this season now. It's about this season now. It's just ridiculous, man. But we're going to see what these teams going to do, man. Everybody trying to get better. You got the Denver Broncos. They got Russell Wilson. And I'm looking at their team. They going to compete for sure. Are they a Super Bowl contender? No. Are they a playoff contender? Yes. If they make some more major moves, then maybe so. Everybody always talk about, oh, he's just a piece away, a quarterback away. It ain't all that simple, man. Denver is a great upgrade from Seattle, for sure. And if they add some more pieces through the draft and through free agency, can they be a Super Bowl contender? Yes. Right now, they are most definitely a playoff contender, (laughs) just like the Chargers. I don't look at the Chargers as a Super Bowl contender. I'm gonna tell you who the Super Bowl contenders to me are: Buffalo, Kansas City. You can throw a couple uh, uh, wild cards in there, like Baltimore. And I ain't disrespectful. I'm gonna throw Cincinnati in there because they went to the Super Bowl and they probably gonna add a couple players to help them out on that line and get another uh, and get and get some more. uh, 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 They got enough offensive weapons. Probably snatch up another tight end. And get that defense improved. Make a splash on the defensive end of the ball. But most definitely, that's it for me. And the NFC is to be, it's to be figured. Tom Brady back, baby. Packers fans thinking, oh, yeah, man. Oh, he, he's in the weak division now. No competition. He's gonna be able to just uh get there. There's no excuses. No, Tom back now. Now what? Now he got to go up against Tom again. So he going to do the same thing? He going to ball up like a little baby and suck his thumb? Or he going to play at a high level so we can see a dang quarterback duel? Like when Brett Favre and uh, John Elway went back and forth in that second Super Bowl the Packers went to. That's what I want to see. I want to see a duel. Duel? Do, I'll duel Tom Brady. That's what it's about. So Tom is back. So you got Tampa Bay and stop being disrespectful to Matt Stafford. What? Of course, Matt Stafford not better than Aaron Rodgers. But you know something that Matt Stafford do that Aaron don't do? He make throws when he need to. That's why he got a ring tied with Aaron now. All those years in Detroit putting up numbers, he had the talent. He didn't have the players. Made some great throws. And he was working with just one receiver, Cooper Cup. But you know what? They got creative. Found a way to get him open. Matt Lafleur, Fleur, we're going to be creative. If you're not going to throw to the other receivers and you're just going to keep throwing it to uh, Devontae, how about getting creative? But I got Tampa Bay. If Deshaun Watson goes to the NFC, depending on what team he go to, Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers. Who else? Um, That's really it, man. It's Slim Pickens in the NFC. I ain't going to be disrespectful to uh, Kirk Cousins. Because he played well last year. He really did. He played very well last year. So I'm not going to be disrespectful to Kirk Cousins. Minnesota is always in there because they always play the Packers well. Depending on uh, the development of uh, of um, the quarterback, Justin Fields, you never know. Pat Mahomes made a huge jump. That second year. So we don't know. That's why I say you got to let the season play out. It ain't just a cakewalk. You got to let it all play out. We'll find out after half the games I played who the pretenders are and who the real deal ones are. AFC is going to be a dog fight. going to be swords, knives. They're going to be going at it. It's going to be sword fights. It's going to be going down. But, uh, you know, these analysts need to stop with the hate. You know, uh, uh, let the Packers do what the Packers going to do. And they ain't getting rid of Jordan Love. And why in the hell other teams see great upside? And why would the hell would they get rid of them? To get some pieces that you ain't sure, unless you're getting a guaranteed piece that's, that's proven? I ain't giving up sh- nothing. So just shut up with that. Back to the NBA. Let's stay off the bandwagons of Philadelphia. Okay? Because they're pretenders, man. They are pretenders. And they're going to lose in the playoffs. They're going to lose. When they got rid of Steph Curry, that was it. Seth Curry, that was it. You gave up a big piece. And losing Ben Ben Simmons, whether you like it or not, that was a dagger. Because remember, Doc Rivers ain't won nothing since Boston. And he done squandered several championship caliber rosters. The Clippers... and now Philly. But he keep getting that bad though. So we just need to sit back, stop crowning teams. I'm watching all the teams. I'm looking at the East. Hey bro, who cares how it shape out? I don't care where the, where people fall. All I care about is when the playoffs start. What teams going in healthy? What teams playing well? Anybody can lose a series at any given time. In the West, it ain't that many teams. It's just really not. It's only a few. And if the Clippers get healthy, it's going to be going down. So it's going to be interesting. But let's just lay off all this transcending talk with the level of play. That Oh, my God, you turn on the radio. You have to hear this crap. You have to hear Skip Bayless with the consistent hating on people, just hate after hate. Stop! Stop wishing people to be fired. Uh, Stephen A. Jackson, Stephen Stephen Smith, Stephen A. Smith. Stop! 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 Stop saying people need to be fired. You need to be fired. You don't do that to nobody who got a family. Somebody that's, that's, that's trying to provide, especially when he in a bad situation. Was you advocating when, uh, w- w- was you happy when Woodson got fired? No, because he was it, was. it was wrong for New York Knicks to fire him. They wanted a better name. Woodson did a hell of a job. Now you're doing a hell of a job at Indiana. You don't ever advocate for a coach to get fired. Why don't you do more advocating for coaches to get hired, like Mark Jackson? Why is Mark Jackson being blackballed for his religious beliefs? This ain't this country is not freedom of religion, dude. It's just not. Ain't no way in the hell Mark Jackson should be on the sideline and not coaching. He's good enough to talk and to 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 uh, to, uh, to, to, to 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 come to, to mediate, not to mediate, but to uh, sit there and talk about basketball. And, and, and be a commentator on the game, but he ain't good enough to coach men? All because of how his, he feels? It sounds like a Colin Kaepernick situation. You don't talk about that. Bring that up. But ESPN ain't going to allow you to do that. You got to listen to what they're telling you. You can't be as outspoken because they'll put that whip, pull that whip out and get you right back in line. Mark Jackson should have a job. He a Christian man don't believe in gay marriage. That's his opinion. Just like a gay person don't believe in heterosexual relationships. It's their opinion. You're not going to be, if it's a coach, this is my question to you. You have a gay coach in the NBA who talks out against heterosexual relationships because he don't believe in heterosexual relationships. That's not what he believed. Are you going to persecute that person for his beliefs? Then if that's the case, then anyone that's a Muslim that don't want to stand for the national anthem, kick him out the league. Anyone that's an atheist that don't believe in God that's that's in your league, kick him out the league. You can't pick and choose who you want, man just because our society now is an open society and i i am all for whoever you want to talk to man whoever you want to talk to do you i don't care what i'm saying is ain't no way mark jackson should not be coaching he should be coaching it's just it's just a travesty man it's it's sad and it's sad that he don't get enough Uh, People advocating for him to get a job. But again, when you have. One black owner. When you're not represented by no other minorities, who do you have to advocate for you? Money is the root of all evil and money controls everything. And right now. Even Adam Silver. You would think he would advocate hey. He deserves to have a job. I haven't seen that. But that's sad because he built up Golden State from the ground up. But he really needs to be coaching, man. That's a great coaching mind that's sitting there on the sideline. It's sad. Now I'm going to get on baseball. I'm not a big baseball person, but I see the floodgates have opened. All these teams is making moves, getting ready for the season. But again, my focus on this one is the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers went ahead and got Andrew McCutcheon's. What do I hear from the radio talk show hosts here? But they always talk crazy. It's never enough what the Brewers do, though they've been getting to the playoffs. Do they need a bat? Yes. You get out there and be the bat. Stop talking slick so much. The GM know what he doing. Had a couple had a down year. Yellich had been struggling with injury. Yellich didn't forget how to hit. He's been injured. But as soon as Yellich get to hitting, everyone is talking crazy jumps right back on the bandwagon. The Brewers are doing what's best for them financially to make sure that they stay in a competitive situation because they don't have the money like everybody else. But you hear these sport casters in Wisconsin just, oh, we don't get a bat. Okay, what if they go going to get the bat you're talking about and it don't pan out? Then what? Then what? The Brewers are smart in doing what they do sign a little, the people that they want, put the faith in the players that they have, and if they need to get it back at the trade deadline, that's when they make that move. But right now, let's see how it starts off in the beginning because it's a guarantee that they're going to get into the playoffs. Well, there's no guarantee because injury happens. but we got one of the best pitching staffs. Now we got Andrew McCutcheon, which was a great pickup. Analytics again. That's what they preach. Look what he batted. Ooh! Shut up. Let these games play out. The Brewers are smarter than you. When they, if they feel like they need to get a bat, they would have been got one. They gonna find out what work for their team within their budget. You don't like that, Michael Jackson? They don't care. All y'all do is talk, and they sit there and say that. Uh, hey, hey! Sometimes you get a sports, you get a sports radio host. They think they could, they think they know how to, how to come in between the lines and how to coach the team. Then go, go coach the team let's switch let's swap out have counsel do your job you go coach exactly shut up but that's gonna be interesting I can't wait to see they just need to know how to promote their players better man they need to get better on promoting their players because they got baseball really it, they have a lot they have some star players there you just have to you have to start promoting better have to do things to make the game better that's it but I I can't wait to that start up and I'm gonna close out man I'm gonna close out real quick uh, on Kanye West, and I'm gonna say this right here without talking down on nobody. One thing I can say is, it's hard when you have a family and you lose your family. It's hard to try to manage not only you have a mental health issues. And you had a lot of things in your life that attributed to where you at now. And then you lose somebody that really kept you together. I'm not in Kanye here and I don't have anything negative to say, but sometimes when you lose someone, I lost my mom. And sometimes you think a significant other can somehow replace that void, but it's impossible. Because that void was, 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 was made from a bond that no one ever can create. A bond between mother and son. It's impossible. Then you're in a relationship high profile where your wife also is in the media. Also seeks a lot of attention or gets a lot of attention. Because I'm not saying she's a bad person. You may not agree with a lot of things that she does. But in the end. She does it. And no one can tell her what to do. Kanye West is not a bad person. He's just a person that's going through a lot of different things in his life. And it's not funny. It's not funny. But if Kanye really believes in the word, which I believe he do. If he really about God, then he will give his problems to God. He will pray on this situation. He would stop doing the things that the devil is having him do. Because that's the enemy. That's having him do all this stuff. That ain't godly. Kanye West ain't no fool. Read the word. Turn the other cheek. Honor thy mother and thy father. Whether your mother is, not he, is here or not, honor her. Will she want you to be doing these things? No. His mom was a beautiful soul. Kanye has a beautiful soul. He's a great, great human being. I just believe he's lost. And I'm not a, I'm not a psychiatrist. It's just what, what you're visualizing, what you're seeing. He's just lost, man. And all this disrespect that's going back and forth just need to stop. The the man got kids. The most important thing on that whole situation is the kids. I don't care about Kim. I don't care about Kanye. I don't care about the weird dude with the raccoon eyes. Respect them children, man. Because you don't understand. Your actions are seen by your kids whether you want to believe it or not. Especially in this technology world. They hear everything friends on their friends saying things. Did you know your mom? Did you know your dad? Y'all can psychologically tear these kids up. Y'all want to put them in the best situation when it comes, when you're raising them so they don't have to be poisoned by all this nonsense. So I'm hoping, you know, that situation straightens out. I love Kanye, man. I'm hoping that, um, you know, uh, Kim be able to accomplish her goals and, and, you know, do the things she want to do in life and just really be more open to seeing that everything that, that's going on, even though you're not doing nothing, it's still the kids are the most important thing. And both of them just need to figure it out. And Kanye just need to just, you know, pray. I'm not going to tell him to move on. I'm not going to tell him to do anything. Pray to God. Get your mind right. Get your faith strengthened. Give all your problems to God. Focus on something else. And focus on uh, being a great dad to your kids because your kids need you. Other than that, man, this is another uh, uh, podcast, man. A great explosion podcast for me, man. Trying to get better. I love y'all. Other than that, I am most definitely out. Peace.